Hey, Matthew Breslau, uh, I have a question. <laughs> what is it? A Tyler, a Strambitsky. Okay, so you know how uh, bread comes in like a bag with like that dumb little clip, like the, the bread tab thing? Yeah. So, okay, what? who is fucking decide? Whose idea was it? that? Okay, so you have this item uh, <laughs> called bread, and... Yeah! <laughs> It's yeah. some, it's something that spoils real easy, right? Like, like you you know you want to keep that shit tight sealed to make sure it's like fucking. Oh, you know, I know no, exactly. No, no air is getting in there. No air is getting in there, right? <laughs> let's 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 make the closing element the thing that actually seals this item not work at all. <laughs> yeah, and okay, so I'm thinking like there are things out there that are like I don't fucking know, like I like I I don't know. Lauren eats these like pretzel crisps. Right, sure. like these like crunchy little cracker deals, and those things come in a resealable bag with like a plastic zipper that like closes yeah. and seals it, so it's fucking airtight, right? Yeah. And then they make bread that is this thing that's like the second it touches air, it's like oh shit, I'm gonna go stale now. So you better eat me within like four <laughs> days, and don't don't you dare leave this bag even slightly ajar because if, <laughs> if, if I get any air in me at all, I'll, I'm gonna go hard and stale. And they give that bag, like, this fucking plastic little twisty thing. Yeah. That's like, oh, maybe it's sealed. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The bread clip <laughs> sucks, and, like, the little, like, twist tie also sucks. I pretty much just, like, have, ever since I was young, I always just, like, quotation marks, misplace those, and just tie the bag shut because it's safer. Just, like, when yeah. you tie the bag shut, it's fucking tight. It's tied shut. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, like, why why do we do that? Why, what's up with the bread clip? And the thing is, too, here, okay, so you know how, like, there's that whole phenomenon about, like, plastic straws are going out the window and we get paper straws now? Yeah, and even so metal ones. I got offered the, metal straws at the liquor store the other day. Like, uh, as an additional purchase? Uh, there was somebody just at the front door, like, try our alcohol. And I was like, all right, sure. And they were like, do you like it? And I said, yeah, I do. And Rachel said, yeah, it's nice. And then she was like, cool. Do you want some metal straws with our stamp on them? And Rachel was like, Oh, okay and then she gave them to me and she was like you have them <laughs> oh well congratulations on your new uh item metal straws that, thank that you. you own thank uh you. no i was gonna say that uh, i i'm getting bags of bread now that have the paper bread clip so it's not even plastic. What? wait what yeah yeah it's like they, cardboard what almost. the fuck like it's like this like thick paper that feels like it would just work worse it does that's exactly what happened <laughs> It, and and they're like, oh yeah, we're reducing our plastic usage. Except this entire bag that you're getting is plastic. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, when you add it up over time, sure, you're gonna use less plastic because how many bread clips are there? But um, fucking like, get rid of this the has bread this clip. has to be this has to be a ploy by the bread companies to sell more bread, right? Like I know that sounds absolutely. Fakata. We have so many better <laughs> solutions. Everything else oh. I buy at the grocery store comes in, like, a resealable package. <laughs> oh, my God. What yeah. the fuck? There's a conspiracy by Big Bread. Big, Big Bread. bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I missed you. Hey, welcome to another episode of Super FX, the show where I can change the future. I'm Matt. What? Say your name. I'm Tyler. What? Sorry, what?
What? Is it a reference that I'm not picking up on? It's from Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh, you know, we've talked about that game. You know I didn't finish that shit. Yeah, the, I, the reference wasn't for you. It was for me and our three listeners. Mm, this is sure episode 31, it. by the way. Episode 31. Hi. There have been Hello. a lot of changes since the last time we recorded in January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The world's a different place. Yeah, I'd like to get some quick things out of the way right now. I don't live in New York anymore. I moved in with Rachel. I live in Minnesota now. Everything's less expensive. Uh, I updated the website to reflect that. Thank you. I asked you to, and you did it for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, the change in my life. Thank you very much. I still appreciate it. Uh, yeah, there will be plenty to discuss regarding my new living place in Minnesota, but... Uh, there are always game things to talk about, so. Can you, can you, uh, do people pinpoint you as a New Yorker there? Can they, like, tell? Like, you get to Minneapolis and you, like, start talking or whatever. Uh, and people are like, you're not from here. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure that they're thinking it in their heads. Because when I'm talking, I'm thinking it in my head. Because they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, definitely. We don't sound the same. <laughs> they're like, mm, they're like hmm, something's off about this yeah, guy. Yeah, like, to, to, to give That's you an idea here. That's what a Minnesotan person sounds like. Mm, yeah. This guy's he, got a weird voice. Yeah, here in the Midwest, um, the, the name of Jesus' mother and the thing you do when you love somebody very much, the thing you're about to do with Lauren uh, in a couple months now, and uh, the greeting for Christmas are pronounced all exactly the same. Mary, Mary, and Mary. But I pronounce all three differently. Jesus' mother's Mary. It's Merry Christmas, and you marry someone you love. That's so messed up. Yeah, so uh, I, just, I just have to avoid saying any of those words, which is difficult, because I have a girlfriend I want to marry. <laughs> but uh, And she makes me marry. No marry, though. Uh <laughs> I was waiting for you to shoehorn that in somehow. Yeah, no, I think sorry. I think Minnesota is like basically honorary Canada, right? Essentially, I mean, we have the Northwest Angle, which just ticks right up there into uh, what is that Manitoba, something. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think you're around yeah. those parts. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you go? Did you go to the big mall yet? Yeah. Uh, so I I've been to the Mall of America already because when Rachel and I were still long distance all the way back. Oh, in, right. Uh, July. She took me there when I visited the first time. But um, uh, I've gone with her again uh, since then, but not since moving in yet. We have yet to go as a live-in couple. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I uh, I worked there once upon a time. I wor- I did did some work in that, that there uh, mall. Um, oh, shit. I, yes. So, hey, fun fact. That mall has a mm. sister mall. And right. a sister mall is West Edmonton Mall here in Edmonton. When you say sister mall, they're like designed similarly. Exactly, and it's the same owner. Okay, cool. I like that. Um, so the same whole deal where there's like you know there's a, an amusement park, and there's like a little restaurant district in there, and you know the whole the whole shebang, mega mall. Uh, of course, utopia. Like that's that's the same. It's the same thing here. And so when I went there, it was kind of weird because all of their like signage. And all their like logos and, and that kind of thing is exactly the same as it is for West Edmonton Mall here. Sure. And so it was like, wow, this is kind of weird. I'm at the same <laughs> the same dang place. Except that amusement park in there is Nickelodeon themed and ours is Hasbro yeah. themed. So like you have like My Little Pony rides and stuff? 
Uh, yeah, I think it's like the new one is maybe Mr. Potato Head. I think it's Mr. Potato Head's like bumper cars. Whoa, it's just uh, Potato Head. Uh, wait, really? Oh, right. Oh, he, yeah. did he get canceled? <laughs> what, <laughs> what'd he do? <laughs> oh, wait, am I, am I, uh, am I giving this to you for the first time? Is this new info no, for you? No, this is ringing a bell. Hold on, yeah. but now I need to look up No, no, Galaxy no, they just, they wanted to make him more in- inclusive, head. so they just changed his name to just Potato Head, so that okay. now oh my not necessarily Mr. Oh, okay, so I was wrong. The bumper okay, cars okay. is not, uh, hold on, I'm, I'm looking this up. Okay. So it didn't it didn't used to be Hasbro. It used to be like its own thing and then Hasbro like bought like the I don't know, the naming rights or whatever. Sure. So <laughs> let me read out the <laughs> Let me read out the names of <laughs> yeah, these, please. these these amusement attractions. Yeah, I'd uh, love to. I'd love to hear. Okay. So you've got the Sorry Sliders bumper cars. So like the board game. Okay. That's right. Uh you've got uh, you know, like a teacups style ride. They got one of those. It's called right. the Dizzy Dodos. Okay. <laughs> like like Play-Doh. Sure. Um, the uh, uh, I didn't realize Play-Doh was owned by Hasbro. Yeah, it is. Uh, they it was owned by Crayola. The, um, Never mind. I guess I don't know anything. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Crayola were owned by Hasbro. But anyway, uh, yeah, they have um, like a uh, like a uh, fucking what do you call it? Um, like a fun wheel. What are those things called? A Ferris wheel. A Ferris wheel. Yeah, yeah. So a Ferris wheel. <laughs> what a fun wheel! <laughs> it's called. It's called the Flight to Equestria. Okay, that's My Little Pony. They have Monopoly Railroad, which is like a little train ride. Okay, cute. Uh, they have a couple other ones that aren't as interesting, but uh, then the games they have like carnival games, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. Uh, <laughs> and my favorite being. Potato Head Spud Squirt. I don't like that name. <laughs> uh, I do potato not Head enjoy that name. Spud Squirt. You're right. There is no Mr. I completely yeah. forgot that that happened. Yeah. They changed it and everyone was like, even Potato Head's woke now? Where's my gun? Um, so. <laughs> well, you don't. Wait. Oh, no. You still. You. I mean, you're honorary Canada, but they still got guns there, right? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Uh, Minnesota is also a blue state, just like New York was. Um, it's not nearly as blue, but uh, it's still blue, so I'm still happy. <laughs> oh, my God. Even the concession is Easy Bake Oven themed. Also not surprised that that is how it, bro. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Anyway, we should do a show. Sure. Yeah, we should. I, I actually, just uh, just before before we get into the uh, what you've been playing, um, uh-huh. this struck me. I was... I literally just coming back, I, I took a quick trip to uh, the local grocery store here, Cub, which I'd never heard of before, but now I live here, so it's my local grocery store. And um, I just needed to pick up, like, vitamins and mouthwash and stuff. And while I was on my way back, um, just waiting in line to get uh, my stuff checked out, I was flipping through Facebook Marketplace for game deals around here, and I saw... <laughs> And I'm I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna throw this in the Discord chat right now so you can see it. But I'm also gonna throw it up on screen here in the YouTube video. Um, okay. <laughs> but oh my God, um, this Tyler is a real listing, not 20 minutes from my house. Okay, can I can I describe what I'm seeing here for the listeners at home? Absolutely, they're gonna okay. see it anyway if they're on YouTube. But just in case they don't, is this actually okay? 
So what I'm looking at is an Xbox One controller or whatever the new X, I don't know, Xbox controller uh, with um, a fucking like maybe a balaclava uh, wrapped around it. (laughs) It looks like a fucking like one of those book covers that stretch over the textbook. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it's uh, got um, like very crudely cut out. Uh, holes uh, that uh, like you reveal the buttons and the sticks and the you know the D pad and all that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> emphasis on very crudely cut out. Um, <laughs> and the uh, the title of this uh, Facebook marketplace marketplace listing is <laughs> Xbox One controller handmade protector. And, and the it price. was originally posted at $5, <laughs> and that's been crossed out with uh, $3 as the new price. I just, I love this so much. Some some person, I really hope it's like a kid or something, but whether it is or not, you can't deny that this is hilarious. <laughs> that just someone just there. <laughs> I, I, like, I want you to go. You gotta go, dude. Like, you gotta go to this person's oh, house and be like, hey, I'm here for the Xbox controller protector. Would you do two? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. This is some real artisan-made stuff here. I'm just like... I'm like, okay. They just give this, you this, like, crumpled-up little fabric, like, old hat. This this straight-up looks like this Xbox One controller is trying to rob a convenience store. It's like this <laughs> fucking shoddy, shoddy craftsmanship. I swear to God, I hope that this is some kid who got a hold of his mom's phone and he was like, I can make my own money. Oh, my God. Uh, because if not this is this might be the greatest idea in the history of greatest ideas maybe ever three do you think they you think they have multiple like do you think you can like choose your color oh my god could you imagine so like i didn't actually flip through the photos because i i was so flabbergasted that i was like i gotta screenshot this and send it to max (laughs) right now and i was thinking about sending it to you immediately but then i remember we could talk about it on the show Um, So I didn't look at the other three photos that uh, the tiny little dots at the bottom of the main photograph are uh, hinting that there are. Um, So I'm actually curious. Let me I'm going to go back to to uh, marketplace real quick here. See if I can find it again. I'll just take a quick moment. Uh huh. Quick moment. Okay. so the other three photos are just like. One of them is the back of the controller where you can see that the shoulder buttons are barely sticking out of the holes that were cut for them. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to share these photos because uh, that's this is too much work for me. Um, the, the next one after that is just a close-up of the original photo. So you can definitely see, oh yeah, the buttons definitely stick out of those holes. And the fourth photo is the sock by itself with no controller inside. And it essentially, it essentially looks like a frat boy's boxers after being worn for nine <laughs> days in a row. Like, <laughs> it's awful. You gotta go buy this thing, dude. I just need to know about this person and what their life is like. Yeah, I, I can't imagine it's very good. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they're make, rolling, rolling in dough. They're making bank because of their... Xbox controller covered. Thing. We should talk about video games. Yeah, is that I, not what we're doing? I'm sorry. Was I was I being a bad video gamer? No. What have you been playing? <laughs> uh, sorry. I also just learned that Floyd Paxton was the inventor of the bread clip. Um, I'm I'm very the, sorry. The, the Wikipedia article says it, it describes the bread clip as a notched plastic tag used for sealing bags of bread worldwide. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's used worldwide. 
I think I know what I'm calling this episode. <laughs> he made four unsuccessful runs for Congress. Are you serious? He, he <laughs> the founded bread a clip conservative guy? newspaper, which did this not is... attract a subscriber base and soon folded. This uh, is the bread clip His episode. wife and he had a running battle with the IRS over a family trust set up to avoid taxation, resulting in years of litigation and appeals. And he ultimately lost that battle and then died it's... of a heart attack at 57. You know what? Could have been 56. Just saying. He really he really stuck it out for the bread clip. This is the bread clip episode now. Yep. <laughs> uh, both uh, our, our podcast and the bread clip are um, extremely useless items. <laughs> That's what we have in common. <laughs> okay, video, video games. Uh, yeah, I, I've been playing... Um, a couple things. I, what did I talk about the last time we were we did uh, this thing? Last time, and I'm very familiar with this uh, because I just re-listened to it after we uploaded it. Um, you talked about Marvel Snap, which mm. was really engrossing. Yeah, uh, that's done. I'm I'm done with that. Um, how how long have you been done with that? Uh, since January. <laughs> wow, so it didn't last very fucking long at all. No, I played it religiously for like, well, maybe like February. I played it like quite a lot for like two months. And then it got to the point where I kind of stopped getting new cards. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of got a little grindy. And I was, I don't know, I was kind of done with it. I had my fun. It was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed my time with it. But I was like, eh, you know, time for something new. Uh, and that's something new. I did play a lot of that Um uh, uh, magical man, magical mystery man, Harry Potter. I played his game. Oh, you did. He, he came out with a with a video game. Um, and him and nobody else. There's there's nobody yeah, else. Yeah, and him. hey, that game was okay. You know, the thing about that game that's, was like <laughs> that's good to hear at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing about that game is like, hey, okay, when I was like eleven. Uh, this game w- was like my dream game, you know, like this was like, sure. oh my God, you can walk around Hogwarts, you can ride your broom, you can fight uh, bad dudes with your wand and, you know, y- you can design your character and wear the robes and like, oh, yeah. spells and shit, you know, and was I was like, like yeah, World that, of that Warcraft, sounds... but for Harry Potter. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I was like, man, that's like the dream game when I was like 11. And so here yeah. we are, you know, like 30 well, you years never played later. Wizard 101? What? Did you, did you ever play Wizard 101? Is this, a, a, is that a real game? Yeah, I used to see commercials for it on TV all the time. It was just like a fucking Wizard browser game. 101. Oh. Uh, oh. It was, it was like this a browser like, MMO. This looks like Toontown. Sort of. It, it was essentially, everybody was trying to capitalize on the Toontown market back then. Um, gotcha. But, okay. Like, no, I did not play Wizard 101. <laughs> I didn't either. I just know about it, and I don't know anyone who's played it either. You talking about this reminded me of it, and I just wanted to mention it so that someone out there can be like, I played that! But anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure all of our three listeners, out, yeah. out of all those people, one of them did. Uh, apparently, they, hey, that, that thing's still going on. Six hours ago, they tweeted that the monthly event calendar of Wizard 101 has been uh, updated. Well, to be fair, Toontown's still going on. You played with me, so. But that's like somebody <laughs> else. Well, it's fan run show. now, yeah. It's fan run. Oh, now. there's also Pirate 101, just so you know. Oh, shit. Anyway, uh, uh, I mean, it's cool. This game's cool. Like, you can walk around in the castle, and it, the ca- it's absolutely massive. And the whole, like, f- the fucking area, like, it's not just the castle. Like, you have a whole bunch of the extended world that you can explore to on your broom 
Um, it's cool. Like it's it's you know it's it's neat to be around. The combat is super engaging. Like oh, really good. fun, honestly. Um, uh, you know, there's like uh, you can block spells and deflect spells back at the caster, and you know, uh, oh, I like you, that. You can combo stuff. So like you know, if if you set a guy on fire, then there's like other spells that might work better in conjunction with that and things like that. There's a lot of killing in this game. Um, there's a lot of like. The funny thing is that you can learn, like, the dark magic, you know? Like, you can learn, like, the killing curse and, and the, the uh, fucking, like, the... the um, Are you serious? The torture one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can yeah, learn that yeah. shit. And, um, but you can you also learn, like, the regular spells, like, casting fire and, like, throwing <laughs> people 50 feet in the air and, like, slamming them on the ground. And, yeah. like, no nobody bats an eye at that shit. But as soon as you cast the one that, like, tortures them, everyone around you is like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't, I don't condone your use of dark magic. And I'm like, okay, but you're cool with me, like, flinging this guy in the air while he's on fire? That was just no, like, that's completely fine. But as soon as I, like, make him twitch a little bit, that's no bueno. So I, yeah, I <laughs> it just kind of, like, <laughs> that's actually kind of cool, though, because, um, Harry Potter games up until this point have all been either like RPGs or like p- slight platform experiences with like some action adventure elements. And uh, for the most part, they've always been very context sensitive. I remember playing Chamber of Secrets on PC growing up and uh, you aim at an object with the mouse and the cursor and it automatically tells you what spell would best be used in that in that context. And so you don't like choose your spells. You don't scroll through. It's not like a traditional MMO where you actually like pick your spells and cast them and you never get the chance to use dark spells. You only use the spells that the game tells you you can use. And the most popular ones were always like fucking Rick DeSempra and like Defendo and Rick DeSempra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't get a lot. So all, <laughs> no, all that's, that's here. Um, but you also like, it's kind of the, there's a story beat where you can choose to not learn the, um, the, torture stuff magic. or the dark yeah. magic but um it doesn't change anything like the end result is the same uh sure so there's not a lot of like the, the game likes to um make it seem like you have choice but and you do like you can if you want to not learn those things you don't have to but like the plot doesn't change really there's just some different dialogue and stuff that you get that's good um, at least yeah it, it's it's a pretty standard other than that it's a pretty standard like open world kind of rpg type thing a la, you know, I don't want to say Skyrim, but it, it, it felt very Skyrim-y. Of, sure. You know, there's all these waypoints on the map, and here are all your side quests, and here is, like, this one, like, you, like there's, like, eight different categories of side quests because you're help, helping all these other people do all these things, and, you know, and so, like, you're looking at this giant, absolutely gigantic map, um, with like 500 little waypoints and identifiers and icons and things on the screen, you know, and, and that's pretty standard these days. I feel like over the past five, 10 years, like we've gotten a lot of that and this doesn't stray from that whatsoever. Um, and so th- I think that's why I kind of, I kind of fell out of it. Um, I kind of got what I wanted to get out of it. Right. And I, I didn't, this is the first time in a long time where I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't think I need to beat this. Like I get it. I'm good. I played it. You know, <laughs> you know what? There's nothing wrong with experiences like that. I mean, I'm not the type of person who does that. I, I usually delve real deep into a game, even if I don't like it. I still tough it out to the end because I might change my mind or the game. Yeah, I thought me. that might happen, um, but yeah, I'm done with it. That's okay. I mean, 
if that's uh, a game I do want to try at some point eventually. It's just a matter of when and a matter of uh, whether I can absolve myself of the guilt for playing anything Harry Potter related because oof right now. So <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I I I, I did uh, I admit that I, I grappled with that uh, a little bit. At the end of the day, I mean, coming at it from like a game dev perspective, like there are hundreds, if not thousands, of individuals who worked yeah. on this game who do not have problematic views um, yeah. and who tried really hard. Like the game makes it obvious. Like the game does not shy away from the fact that it's trying to, you know, be be a, 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 as progressive as possible and be, you know. Of course, yeah, it wants to separate it, itself from uh, whoever wrote it. Yeah, and it does not hide that at all. <laughs> it, it doesn't try to mask that whatsoever. Like from the get-go, from the first moment, you're like doing a, the character creator and it's not gendered at all. Like they don't yeah. say like, are you a boy or are you a girl? Like, there's, Oh, cool. That, okay. That doesn't exist. It's just like, pick your voice, pick yeah. your hairstyle, pick your face or whatever. And that's it. Right. Um, there are, uh, there's like a very openly trans character in the game. Uh, so like there, you know, there are, they, they're not shying away from that fact at all. They are separating themselves sure. from that as much as they can. And like I said, there's like, you know, a, fuck ton of people who worked on this game who do not have problematic views and for me to you know shy away from this you know to in an attempt to distance myself or to um i don't know try to have some sort of financial impact on the richest woman in the world mm -hmm. uh I, I think would be doing a disservice to like the good work that these people are doing and yeah um i i think that supporting those individuals who are you know hard-working individuals who are not billionaires uh i feel i feel like that to me morally that was you know much yeah, especially va given... vastly more important than you know the one person that this might slightly benefit who is already a billionaire you know yeah especially given how instrumental harry potter has been to the upbringing of a lot of people myself included um Rachel and I, uh, really more her, and I've kind of adopted it from her. Uh, she's taken to just being like, Harry Potter, man, it's a shame that we'll never figure out who wrote that. You know, she, like, she, <laughs> and I like that stance. <laughs> they just found Such, those books lying around one day. Yeah, like, I, I absolutely. The first time she said that, I was like, what are you talking about? It was written. And she's like, shh, 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 shh. Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, other than that, I okay. Uh, I think I talked about Yakuza Zero last time. I did yeah, finish yeah, that. Yeah, definitely talked I about wrapped that. Oh, that up. Hell yeah! I, I did like uh, not all of it, but I did like the main. So Yakuza the games typically have like you have like a business in the game, mm -hmm. um, and and like like in the new one you like fucking like run a candy shop. <laughs> okay. Um, in in these ones you're running like um, it's like a business sim almost. Like one of them you run a real estate like a thing and the other one is like you run this like nightclub of sorts um and man i fucking played that shit to the end i do like the i I've ne i don't do that Matthew, i'm so I don't, fucking I don't proud of i know you don't no i'm so I, like, proud of you the thing is i didn't even 100 percent the game because like it's it would be so much more to, if i wanted 100 yeah. percent it like there would be hundreds of hours left to go but I, I did imagine. like the business things and I finished that and I was like, okay, I'm done. Let's go. And so, yeah, I finished that game. Um, it was long, um, but worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, they're they're so long. Uh, they're fun. And this is from what I've heard that this is the, the longest one. Mm -hmm. uh, so now that I've got that out of the way, like I think I actually might not anytime soon, but I might jump into, you know, the deeper into the series at some point. Yeah, um, sure. Now, now it's finally time to play Shenmue over Discord with you. Yeah, I could do that too. <laughs> 
Oh, I swear you're going to have a blast with Shenmue, especially with me on the sidelines going like, mm-hmm, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, my gaming backlog is just ridiculous, but that is definitely high up on there. Um, okay. Well, the other thing I just wanted to talk about, I guess somewhat briefly is I, sure. I've been kind of traveling a lot lately. And so I haven't had really a lot of time to kind of just like sit down and like pick up something new or like play something seriously. Yeah. I feel um, that having just moved, it's been difficult for me too. Yeah. But... So I've actually been playing a lot of like mobile games. Um, and I've been playing, actually, I, I've been playing a lot of games by this guy, Zach Gage, who is pretty well known in the mobile gaming community for like having very, uh, I don't know what the thing is, like basic games, easy to get into, easy to start games that are like puzzle games. Sure. Um, so, uh, lately I've been playing this one called, uh, Good Sudoku, which is Sudoku, but but good. But good. <laughs> uh, and so they he, he basically like takes all of the fucking busy work out of Sudoku. Um, you know, the, the first step of any Sudoku puzzle is like you go through and you like note all the boxes, you know, to like be like, okay, this cell could have these four numbers and this cell could have these three numbers. And it's like, it's not hard. It's not challenging. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, there's no winning that it's just like you got to do it to start the puzzle you got to like go through and like note all the boxes this just does it for you it's like fuck that like that's not the fun of playing it like it just (laughs) does all that for you um and then like you know if you fill in a cell it uh like will erase those notes that no longer apply um and things like that so it's just like it streamlines the whole process of playing sudoku Mm -hmm. um and it makes it enjoyable and i was like hey maybe i don't hate sudoku like i always thought i did because like it was just that game was fucking busy work until you got to like the last 10 minutes of playing it and that that's when it and was then everything so just fucking starts and... popping in one at a time yeah yeah, yeah. um so i yeah, he's also got uh a whole bunch of other games he has R- ridiculous fishing which is really popular on ios um quite a years back um spell tower is really popular a lot of like word-based puzzle games Sure. Um, Card of Darkness, which was kind of like this strategy puzzle game um, with Pendleton Ward was attached to that. Uh, so he, he's kind of known for all these games. Um, he describes them as deep games that are easy to get into. Uh-huh. Um, and they're all very well designed, um, very clear, very crisp presentation. Um, but uh, always like the the way that these games are designed just like makes sense and he takes all these games that you know kind of fundamentally uh like sudoku he has one that's chess um and it kind of like removes all of the the cruft out of them and makes them streamlined <laughs> and, and and enjoyable on a mobile device specifically sure um so yeah i i've playing his games has really made me kind of uh, realize how much I just love puzzle games in general. Which oh, I never sure. Really yeah. Thought, my, thought of myself as a much of a puzzle game guy besides like Tetris um, and, you know, Dr. Mario. I, I never really considered myself to be like, Oh yeah. Like my favorite genre of games is puzzle games, but yeah, honestly, I definitely wouldn't maybe, say it's my favorite maybe, genre, but maybe damn. it is uh, because <laughs> like I fucking love crosswords. Like I, have been like so, like the past six months for me has been just been like i play so many crosswords and now i'm like doing the sudoku thing and like i fucking love tetris and i'm like a couple of days ago i just had this realization where i was like shit fuck, i'm a fucking puzzle game guy like that's my my shtick i think uh so yeah anyway that that's that's where i've been lately um mobile games are really great for that kind of thing where you can just you know pick it up really easily play for five minutes put it down whatever sure. um yeah 
Yeah, puzzle games for me <laughs> are one of the... They're definitely one of my favorites. Not my favorite, but I could get lost in puzzle games fucking forever. So it's, it's really fucking cool to see you actually, like, announcing, essentially. Like, my favorite genre is puzzle games. I don't think I've ever heard that from somebody before. Usually puzzle games are kind of like an ancillary genre that people enjoy, but they're not into it nearly as much. Yeah. You know, as, yeah, as I don't know. Stuff. I it's it's just it feels weird to to say that, but like I like I I love puzzle games. I do. And I, so I, I do I, too. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me about your your gaming. Yeah. Life. Um. So I'm I'm still playing through Xenoblade Two. Um. Which I started in October. So I've really been slacking. It ha- it hasn't all been my fault, but some of it has. Um. Again, I just recently moved, and um. With that came the realization that I was going to have to prep to move, and then (laughs) I was going to have to spend time packing, spend time moving, and um, now that I live where I do now, we're in kind of this uh, transitionary state where uh, I'm living with Rachel, but we are in... um, we're in a large apartment, but uh, our bedroom and our apartment in general doesn't really have a whole lot of room for my collection. Um, In just a few months we are going to be getting a house, whether renting or buying, but it is happening. Um, Rachel has assured me, and I I trust her. Even if we had to stay a couple extra months, I know that I wouldn't be upset, and I don't think Rachel would either. But the plan is to get a house, and she wants to allow me my lifelong dream of having a basement fully dedicated to the game room. And uh, but essentially what that means right now is my video gaming is slightly limited. I have my Switch hooked up, and I have a PlayStation 2 hooked up. Uh, because the Switch is the best console for all kinds of gaming content right now, because I can just access legacy games through NSO, um, and I can still play lots of new things that come out so I don't miss out. And, of Mm -hmm. course, I can keep working on Xenoblade 2. And the PlayStation 2 is Rachel's, uh, one of Rachel's favorite consoles, uh, that and her Xbox, uh, but she already has an Xbox. So I've, instead of focusing on Xenoblade 2 right now, I'm still dabbling here and there. I'm getting closer to the end. Um, But I've mostly been playing games with Rachel when I can. And we're playing through Silent Hill Shattered Memories right now on PS2. Oh, nice. uh, Yeah, which is my favorite horror game. Um, One of the reasons we're playing through it. Um, But also, she missed out a lot on the Silent Hill and like Resident Evils growing up. Because she was into more of the uh, niche horror games. Stuff like uh, Run Like Hell. And Siren, and that's the reason why I I think I've mentioned on the show before, um, in the episode with Game Dave, uh, Rachel gave me her copies of Rule of Rose and Haunting Grounds and Kuon from her uh, teenage years, because those were the niche horror games she played. And now that she knows they're collectible, she gifted them to me, so we're going to play them together. Um... But we've been playing through Shattered Memories, which is another one that she bought for me. And on PlayStation 2, it's a big boy. Uh, She bought it for me all the way back last June. And we've been playing it together. And it's been a fucking hoot. Um, We just had some drinks the other night and just turned off all the lights. And, oh, it was a grand old time. Just playing a horror game with your loved one in fucking complete darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Such a good time. Um, for the uninitiated, uh, Silent Hill Shattered Memories is like a halfways retelling of the original Silent Hill with a slightly altered plot. Um, and 
it came out for Wii and PC and PSP and PS2. And the PS2 version is the rarest one. It came out in mm-hmm. 08. So by that point, the PlayStation 3 had already been on the market for like three years. So the fact that it's on PS2 is kind of a godsend. But given the fact that that thing lasted forever, it's also kind of not surprising. Um, my favorite version of it, though, is the Wii version because uh, the functionality of the Wii remote uh, really actually adds to the gameplay. And I can't believe I'm saying that because most of the time I feel like it just makes you want to tear your fucking hair out. Yo, but, the um, horror <laughs> games from that era, Resident Evil 4, the Wii edition is really good. Yeah, I think it's only done really well in horror games and some first party games because they're designed around it. It's like all those shitty third party carnival games that make you want to kill yourself when you know you have to rely on motion <laughs> control. But um, one of the main things in the game, the main character, Harry Mason, he uses his cell phone to GPS things and to listen to messages and get around. And it's generally his most useful tool. And on the Wii remote, there's a speaker. And uh, when you listen to phone calls in any other version, it just plays through the TV. But when you listen to phone calls on the Wii version, it only plays through the Wii remote (laughs) speaker. And it plays at a low enough volume that you have to hold it to your head. It's really immersive, and I really like that. And I wish I had the Wii version. But the PlayStation 2 version is the same game. Um, It's just a little bit less cool. (laughs) But I'm having such a a fucking great time! It's almost as scary as when I play Fortnite on PS5. And like the, the, you can hear like the eight year old chatting through the fucking PS5 controller <laughs> speaker. Oh yeah, and you of don't course. expect it, and suddenly you just hear these noises coming out of your controller, and you're like, "What the? What the? Yeah. fuck? Oh that my was god!" One of the you're like, "Worst decision." This controller up, and there's like this child talking to you through it. Yeah, say, say, yeah. same vibe. Mm. <laughs> one of the worst decisions ever. No. It, it, it makes it good. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's something I've really been looking forward to doing again. Um, the next time we're in the mood, we're just gonna we're just gonna turn the lights off and fucking do it again. I I really can't. <laughs> the next wait. time we're in the mood, we're gonna turn the lights off and do it again. You know, given the relationship that we have, that could mean so many things. But in no, this case, Matthew, my dear viewers, that, my dear, dear listeners. Lord. Silent Hill Shattered this Memory. Is a, this uh, is a fuck. children's show. <laughs> this is... A, I say fuck all the time. <laughs> children's show. Um, but yeah, um, that's it for me as far as stuff I've been playing. But... My my man, my boy, you and I, on essentially the same day, just at two different times, we went to go see probably the nicest thing we could have seen. The thing we've been waiting for all this time. My butt? E3 is dead. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said the nicest thing, not the best nicest thing. Okay, uh, right. Uh, yeah, E3 died. Yeah, is everybody's sad about that. Everybody's. Uh, by the way, this is gamer news with a Z, or it legally doesn't count. Uh, everyone's backing out of E3. Nobody wants to do E3. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything I mean... else you want to fucking say about that? No, I mean, like we have Magfest, we have uh, uh, PAX, you know, like we have those kind of like gamer culture events that people want to go to. Um, it doesn't make sense now for press to have their own event. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, like it, it just doesn't like days gone by, certainly right pre-internet, absolutely, obviously, and even early days of the internet, like it still made sense to 
go in and get hands on. But in in the in the days where you can just send press a a demo code and the press can just play it immediately at home, um, it do, it doesn't make sense for them to have these these events anymore. As much yeah. as I hate to say it, I think there's some sort of some sort of charm to live events like that. We've I really think there's had, charm. Had I always looked of, forward to it. We had a lot of good like Reggie moments, you know, at those oh, types definitely. of events. Yeah. Um, but the the companies obviously are able to make these events so much more polished when they're pre-recorded. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I, the Nintendo Direct is the thing of the future. Uh, obviously, yeah. it costs a lot less for them to run events like that, and they're able to do it a lot more frequently and, and kind of control the story a lot more. So it makes sense, I think, all around to do it, you know, to that E3 goes the way of the... The way of the dodo but i don't know <laughs> like it's bittersweet i guess um but i totally understand why they would do that yeah and i do too and everyone like like you said everyone's gonna have their digital events as it is anyway so like we're not really losing very much except the ability to go to e3 which you and i have never done anyway so like eh, you know and we never will <laughs> we probably never will because it's just three days of uh oh yeah this demo okay and, uh, oh, yeah, this person. Okay. And, uh, we're still not getting the trailer we want. Okay. Oh, what's that? This game comes out in two years. Why are they announcing it now? Okay. So I'd yeah. rather do that from home. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, the thing I was actually alluding to before, before I went on the E3 joke tirade, is, um, we saw the fucking Super Mario Brothers movie, bro. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell you my story about seeing this film. Yeah, um, so Tyler and I saw this on the same day. He went to see it, and then as Rachel and I were pulling up to the theater and walking in, he texts me like, just saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. So I'm like, damn, we're in tune. Let's go. <laughs> so we were in Calgary that day uh, for the various reasons, and we ended up um, getting a showtime at this theater that was kind of near where we were hanging out. Um, sure. And it was what they call a VIP theater, 18+. plus. Uh, which is a, a theater, uh, the, the main chain of movie theaters here um, in Canada has, over the past, I don't know, five, ten years, has rolled out this um, line of theaters that are these VIP theaters. And the whole idea is that there's no kids in there. It's 18 plus. When you go in, you get your little table. Uh, you get a, like a very comfy chair that reclines. Um, you get waited on. But before the show starts, they will come to your little table mm -hmm. uh, that's next to your reclining chair, your lazy boy, and they'll take your order. And you can order popcorn, but you can also order alcoholic drinks. And you can order sure. food, like actual meals. And they will bring it to you, bring it to you sitting back in your Wally chair. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, it's a little bit more expensive. Who is Wally? What? Who is Wally? That's a reference. To what? Do you remember? To, what? to no. our to our own show, Tyler. Oh, I'm keep I'm oh. keeping this in. Wow, that's a really that's a throwback. that's two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, Matthew, that's like six months ago. Bro. I know. <laughs> um, no, I was I was actually going to interject um, rudely because Rachel and I had a very similar experience. We went to an AMC and we didn't have like the table or anything like that. We just had like the snuggly like couples reclining chairs. Oh, um, sure. But Rachel has a membership to the AMC, so she was able to order our popcorn, drink, and snack like in advance and they delivered it to our seat including cups of popcorn butter and uh like packets of salt and so oh my god here we are just like fucking connoisseurs of the theater <laughs> just my, hanging out my favorite part is like walking into this um uh, 
this theater and you you walk in like the front door and there's like a guy checking your ID. Like you walk up and he's like, "Okay, IDs, please." Just yeah, sure yeah. The same 18. thing happened with us. Yeah. And, uh, and they, so they, he they checks our ID. Check my ID, and though. He's he like, only checked Rachel's. <laughs> he checks your ID and he's like, "And what movie are you seeing today?" <laughs> like Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I have something additional to go with that. Like feeling like, oh, I'm out of place here. I'm an adult at a kids movie. <laughs> but um, as we walked into the AMC after they checked our ID. Uh, for the Super Mario Brothers movie, um, we noticed that there was a table with a table, a plastic tablecloth set up called the coloring station. And even though I am no longer three years old, uh, my inner three-year-old came out. Rachel and I sat down and we grabbed uh, these like printouts of uh, she did the peach one and I did one of Mario and Luigi high-fiving. And we colored them in. And uh, oh my god, I'm going to throw them up on screen for our YouTube audience because I'm very proud of what we did. And other other people, adults and children alike, were watching over our shoulder and also being like, I want a color too. And Rachel was so sweet being like, which one do you want? What colors do you want? And meanwhile, I'm just like fucking hyper-focused on making sure Luigi's eyes are blue and not the sclera, <laughs> only the irises. That's a really small portion of his eye to have to color in with this fat-ass crayon, but I'm gonna do it, damn it! <laughs> uh, why, okay, hold on. So hold on. They check your ID, and then there's a coloring station. There was a coloring station with Super Mario Brothers printouts that you could color a bucket. But this isn't like the this is an adults only. I've ever seen. This is an adults only venue. It's not an adults only venue, but I think it was because Rachel had like a membership uh, that could have given her alcoholic beverages, which is why uh, when she walked in, they I, checked I, her I, ID. I, I don't a hundred percent know, but essentially, like. Yeah, kids can still go to the theater, but they ID anybody who looks like they could be of age just in case they're going to drink alcohol because it's an option. So Gotcha. All right. Um, spoiler warning. Listeners, attention, attention, listeners, attention, yeah, Super FX listeners. I'm putting a spoiler warning the, on the, the Super Mario right Brothers now. movie. Uh, 2023 motion picture. Lie ahead. Wee, wee, wee. Yeah, don't uh, listen if you don't wee, want to be list- spoiled to, to the Mario if, movie. If you're if you're listening on YouTube, uh, there is a there's a timestamp in the video right now that says, hey, um, skip to here and no spoils. Yeah. And if you're listening to not on YouTube, hey, that that sucks. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Uh, Just skip ahead until we don't say the word Mario anymore. (laughs) We have a video game show. Good luck. Okay, so Uh. (laughs) uh, the Mario movie, I came out of that movie and I was like, hey, that was a movie. Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> really that's know. how you felt about it it's a movie it, like it's it's fine there's nothing wrong with it it's just nothing that was i was like oh my god you know like nothing blew me away it's a kid's movie i came out of it i was like hey they made a kid's movie about mario and his friends <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is that's what it is i mean okay yeah <laughs> but uh so, like, I, I it have... was cool I, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I don't regret seeing it or anything like that. I was like, yeah, that, that you know, the, I had. There were some funny mo- moments. There were some exciting moments. There were some moments where they played the same kind of repeated '80s music that are in like every family movie ever. Yeah, but I I really liked it though. Uh, That's so fine. I, You're allowed I, to like it. I liked it. Okay, but I I, I think I have a less. Um, What's the word? I have a less neutral opinion on the movie. Yeah, uh, my I mean, that's opinion fair. is much more optimistic and hopeful. 
okay, um, okay. I, I mean, okay. I've got very little else to say about it, honestly. Like, I, I really, I, I, I don't know. It was fine. That the voice acting was good. The animation Man, was. You should good. have fucking seen me at that theater. I swear to God, Rachel got like fucking bruises on her wrist from how hard I was gripping it, going like, "Oh my God, it's a reference to insert thing here." Like eight thousand fucking times. Yeah, I was so happy. I mean, there's, I like, I don't know. There's, there, like, some. I, I kind of wish that they had gone further, honestly, for the references. Like, you get, you yeah. get Luigi's Mansion ringtone, or sorry, the GameCube ringtone. Yes, uh, that was amazing. And then you get. Luigi's Mansion callouts when, when Luigi's he goes in the to woods. The Darklands, yeah. Uh, um, the like Jumpman arcade, I thought that was really cool. The Punch Out yeah, Pizzeria, and the, the arcade uh, guy is voiced by Charles Martinet. Yeah, and and apparently Mario's father is also voiced by Charles Martinet, which I never would have known. He okay, really what the hell's going actor. on? Why does <laughs> Mario really have like extended actor. family? Why? Well, does, he always had extended whole... family. Uh, we just never learned about it in any of the video games. Well, I guess except Yoshi's Island, but. Uh... And you know it, that felt weird to me it felt weird how much they were just like in new york and there here's the family yeah sort of although at the same time i thought it was a really good like a pastiche of like italian american culture given that a lot of my family is that and so i guess i, just so. Like, I guess i'm a little removed like, from that all right cool yeah you're a canadian I I also <laughs> I also this movie is like speed run the movie. This movie just goes. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. Starts, it, it does. It starts and yeah. it's like okay, here's everything that happens now. See ya. Yeah, pretty much. Right, right from the get go, it's like we're plumbers, but we didn't used to be. We're struggling plumbers because we started a plumbing business right now. You learn that in like the first three minutes. And um, I will say, I, I absolutely love the um, esoteric references that children wouldn't understand. Like, uh, from the beginning, one of the characters first announced for the film was Spike. And I yeah. was like, all right, well, there's two Spikes in Mario. There's Spike, the enemy who was introduced in Mario 3, and is also somehow a playable character in Mario Party 10. Um, and there's Spike, the foreman from Wrecking Crew, which is a video yeah. game that doesn't feature Mario in the title. Um but uh, yeah, that Mario's in that game, and Spike is like the antagonist, f- yeah. pretty much. Um, but yeah, th- this movie just goes really hard right from the get-go, and I think the reason why, and I was thinking about it while I was watching the film, is they really wanted to get through all of the uh, like oh. Mario's from Brooklyn. Now he's in the Mushroom Kingdom. He's at, he's got to meet everybody. Also Bowser, uh, something something Luigi. Uh, lots and lots of references. They had to pack all of that into a ninety minute fucking like plate for a child to be able to digest. Because any longer than that, and they would have been like, I'm bored now. Take me to the uh, what? Do, what do kids do? The Fortnite world. The coloring <laughs> station. Take me. To the... <laughs> There's another contender for an episode title. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. They're going to make another. Did you say uh, after the credits? Yes, um, I always do, even if it's a movie I'm not really particularly interested in, uh, because you never know. But um, yeah, spoiler, again, spoiler, the stamp's still on screen, but um, spoilers. Lasso! Yeah, Um, that was cool. That was neat. Even though there, there was already Yoshis in this movie. Yeah. But there wasn't the Yoshi. The Yoshi. Also, okay, why is Mario playing Kid Icarus? I fucking loved that. I absolutely like, loved that. I was actually in the middle of kissing Rachel. 
is I feel like this is like um them saying like hey by the way this movie is not canon. Yeah. I oh I thought it was amazing. <laughs> I so like okay I wanted to see this movie, so no, I didn't spend the entire time making out with my girlfriend, but I still would you have. You were in the makeout row. You were in the back of the theater. I, I definitely the down actually no, it was, it was like the, it was like the middle. But uh, don't I would have totally made out the entire time with Rachel. I promise. But we both this wanted sh- to this see the movie. This show is not for kids. <laughs> um, kids, if you're listening but, to this, go go to the coloring table. So th- this this was like a gift out of nowhere for me. Rachel treated me to the movie. She treated me to the snacks. Um, she we, we brought along a blanket so we could snuggle together at the movie, which is something I've never Dear done Lord, with a partner. Before, I can't listen so, like, to this anymore. <laughs> Matt loves his girlfriend. Matt loves his girlfriend. I'm about to close my laptop and get out of here. Yeah, no, I'm just but gonna if brag I'm scared about it the that if I do show. that, I'm gonna lose all my recordings. So I'm not gonna. Do yeah, that. no, don't don't do that. No, wait until we're done. Uh, uh but okay. Uh, so I I was overwhelmed with emotion a couple of times during the movie, realizing like, wow, my girlfriend actually brought me to see the Super Mario Brothers movie because she wanted to, and uh, I was so enamored and I felt so in love that there were a lot of times where I was just like, I love you. And I wanted to kiss Rachel in the middle of the movie. And so I put my lips on her lips while Mario started playing Kid Icarus. And I heard the music and I broke from her mouth to go, Oh my God, is that Kid Icarus? (laughs) (laughs) That's foul. That's foul. I never want to hear anything about that ever again. Sorry. Our show's not for kids. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay so we we don't have a lot of time left in this in this uh in this episode here yeah no um, that's all i really I, wanted to say about the movie anyway i loved all the references I, I i really had a good time um jack black as bowser best boy see it yeah that was great yeah go see the movie it's worth seeing it was it's awesome worth seeing um i did go to uh mario town in universal studios hollywood oh shit you seriously got to go i did go yes Oh, tell me. Um, uh, so, you know, you uh, the way Universal Studios Hollywood works is it's kind of built on the side of a big hill, <laughs> a big mountain. Sure. And so you, when you go in, there's like this upper area and then there's like a lower area that you have to take literally like the world's largest set of escalators down outdoors to get to like the second area of the park. Yeah. Um, and... The way that the park is built is that the Mario area is at the second, or the Nintendo Land area is at the second part, the lower lot, they call it. And you right. take down these massive escalators, and you can just see, like, the entire thing come into view as you're going oh, down these escalators. Man. Oh, my heart would melt. Well, it sounds cool, but it kind of ruins any sort of, like, immersion that they might be going for for this area of the park. Because you can see, not only can you see the whole area of the park, but you also see all of the back of it and how it's all built, you know, and yeah. uh, like the, the back area buildings that like make up the majority of the ride and things like that. Um, like you get very much like a bird's eye view of this area of the park. So it's not, it's not the best introduction to it. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Anyway, you, you, you go but in, it still you go sounds, through the, it still sounds good. It sounds fucking fun. It, it's, it's cool. Um, the, it, it's very small. It's very, very small, and I feel like it, it does reach capacity at some point during the day, at which point you have to, like, join a virtual queue uh, to enter the land. Um, and I feel like that capacity is, you know, like, 25% too many people, as it is. Yeah. Uh, they are just cramming people like sardines in there, and it's... Yeah. It, it, I, it, I imagine it giving almost that it's, spoils you know, it's, it. 
very close to when it first opened people are still flocking there like oh geese, it so. is just like fucking it's there's it's yeah it's pretty pretty brutal um they only have one ride at the uh, hollywood version the japan ride has two so more on that to come when i go there later this year but the uh the hollywood version only has one ride which is the mario kart bowser's challenge attraction um uh, the the queue for the ride is throughout bowser's castle um which is exceptionally cool um they have done a really really good job of the props and the set here look really uh really attractive um the ride itself is a what's traditionally known as a dark ride um so you're inside of a building on a like the a like, wait, like the pokemon a, uh no dark ride yeah that's a pokemon right dark ride <laughs> fuck off uh, so you're going through this, like, you know, you're going through a whoa, Mario Kart track Hello. in a Mario Kart. No, wait, hang um, on. Apparently Rachel's here now. Oh, dear Lord. Hi. We only have hi. four minutes left on this show. <laughs> Say hi to the people. Hi, the people. There we go. All right, go ahead. I'm listening. All right. We, the people, continue talking about Bowser Challenge. Yeah, tell uh, me about Bowser's Challenge. So the ride itself is cool. You're in a little cart, you go through, you see a whole bunch of like Mario Kart slash Mario stuff, which is great. Except they add this augmented reality game on top of it, where you get this little Mario Cap visor that you plug into the cart that you're riding in, uh, and then projected onto this visor are other Mario Kart racers, Sure. Uh, and uh, items and, you know, your weapons that you can have these buttons for that you can control that you see on the visor that you're wearing while you're going on this ride. I love um, that. That sounds really fucking cool, actually. Matthew, it is broken as hell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, do, it does not work yeah, very well in my whole outlife. How, it outlook. ruins the whole thing. It ruins the whole ride because this entire thing is now this like shitty game that you're wearing these visors. So everything's like, you know, when you see a 3d movie and you get the glasses and then everything kind of looks dark. It's exactly that. Everything looks like dark. So you can't really tell what's going on. Um, uh, the game is just so distracting, so it's hard to see what the hell... Because you're trying to, like, get the high score. But you know, all this other stuff is going on that I want to look at and enjoy. But I can't because I'm, like, wearing these fucking goggles that have, like, all this distracting shit going on. Like, it's so much. Um, they have two pre-show rooms before you actually board the ride that fucking go in, into, like, in-depth detail about how the game works. Because it's not exactly straightforward. There are, like, controls and buttons you have to press and things that flash and light up to, like, tell you what to do. And there are two separate rooms where they tell you how this stuff works. They tell you how to put on the fucking helmet. They tell you how to, how to secure <laughs> it to your head. And it slows the whole process down. Yeah. Like, tenfold. Now and then you have Grandma it, it with, with the grandkids like... who are, who's in line trying to figure out how the game works before they get on the ride. Like, it's just so much. And I'm like, if you just got rid of that whole game aspect and just mm-hmm. let it be a ride, this would have been incredible. But no, instead they do this whole visor thing and it's just, it's a lot. Um, so I don't know. Next time I ride it, I'm definitely just going to not do the game part. <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy the ride for what it is and forget about the visor thing. Uh, because I, mean, I feel yeah. like, it, yeah. Um, other than that, the land is great. Uh, it's, it's small, uh, it's small <laughs> and it's crowded. Um, continuity wise it doesn't make sense like i feel like what really sets disney apart from universal is like they're able to do this world building that nobody else does and they're able to do this storytelling storytelling in these like spaces that nobody else does so um galaxy's edge like the star wars area at disney um it's like you are in 
a you are on a, a space planet at this like spaceport and there's like you know weird dudes walking around and, uh, weird aliens everywhere and you're at the marketplace and everything looks kind of run down and they're selling you things and you got to buy a, a thing of food or whatever and they're like oh that's going to be 14 credits you know and then you go to the mario thing and toad's house is connected to bowser's castle and Peach's what? castle is literally 10 steps away from all of that. And there's just a random oh, yeah. Goomba game yeah, next to it. Yeah, they got to cram everything in together, right? Yeah, and then you go and get, you, you go to Toad's house to, to buy some food. And, like, the teenager <laughs> working the stand is like, okay, that'll be $20, thanks. You Don't know, you it, mean 20 just, coins? So, yeah, like, there's so much more they could have done. Yeah. It doesn't feel like the bare minimum, but it's just, like, it, it, I don't know. There, there's there, They could have done more. I totally get it. You know, it still sounds like it's an enjoyable time for the most part, though. I would love to go someday. Uh, I don't know when the when I'm going to yeah. be able to get out there, but it's going to happen. I know that much. You can't stop me. It's <laughs> worth going to. But um, yeah, I would say temper the expectations of or course. go to the, go to the Japan one. Apparently it's better. You know what? Let's go. You and me. Me and you doing things together. That's what bros do. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. I'll go again. Sure. All right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I I um I want to talk about a couple pickups that I've had recently, but given that you and I are back in the saddle now and we've already reached what is our predetermined time limit, I'm going to save them for next time. There's some really sweet little morsels that I think everyone will really like to uh, hear about, uh, yeah, especially because uh, they make me really fucking happy. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm excited to hear about that. I'm yeah, excited sorry. to talk I, about I, it. I, I talked a lot. No, it's that, I, that's our show. That's what I wanted. I missed your voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, so did our listeners. <laughs> All three of you. Thanks, guys, for sticking with us through. Uh-huh. And thanks for being here now. <laughs> wow, that sounded like a home improvement, like to no end. Like that was a perfect home improvement. Absolutely. Nice work. Thank you. It's I'm doing my best every day. That's all you can do. Uh, are we are we are we wrapping it? Are we done? Yeah, if you, if you're done, I'm done for now. Okay, we've got a lot left to talk about on this on this document here, but that we we will we will save it for next time. Oh yeah, definitely. It'll just make it easier for next time, so we don't have to like plan as much. It'll be easy. Let's go. All right, that that'll do it for our show, ladies and gentlemen, folks around the world. Thank you so so much for listening to our show. Um, if you want to learn more about our show, Super Effects, you can visit our website superfxpodcast.com you can find our show superfx wherever you find your other favorite podcasts including google podcasts apple podcasts spotify and youtube uh, you can also follow us on social media we're sometimes kind of funny on there maybe if you're lucky uh, <laughs> twitter instagram youtube facebook we have all of them they're all at superfxpodcast um, reach out to us we want to hear from you um, reach out to us with any comments or questions on social media or, or you can send us an email hi at superfxpodcast.com that's h-i at superfxpodcast.com uh, if you like what you're what we're doing and you'd like to support us please consider doing what rachel johnson did and become a patron at patreon.com slash superfxpodcast if you're listening on youtube uh, hit that like button down below uh subscribe click the bell icon leave a comment uh, it all helps <laughs> us out very uh, very greatly yeah we're looking for listening... our raid shadow legend subscription uh service uh sponsorship <laughs> it's, com it, so. it's coming 
Yeah. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, uh, you can help us out on there by rating and reviewing our show. Uh, a special thanks to Kenny Martin for our theme song. You can find him at Kenma, that's K-E-N-M-A dot bandcamp dot com. And a very special thank you to you. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.